0: Welcome to Breaking the Cycle of Poverty featuring Jay Height, Executive Director of Shepherd Community Center in Indianapolis. On this episode, we are concluding our conversation about the 10 assets that Shepherd's leadership has identified as essential for a person to leave poverty behind permanently. Today we'll talk about the importance of being future-oriented and why acquiring enough money to meet basic needs is increasingly difficult but also essential for sustained self-sufficiency. Jay, what does it mean for a person to be future-oriented, and why is it so important? Scripture tells us, for I know the plans I have for you, plans for
1: you to succeed and prosper, and it continues on when you seek me with your whole heart. We have a whole generation of folks who do not believe they have any future. We, We have a generation who, if you were to interview them, would say, I don't know anyone who's not dead or in prison. And they're this old, you know. I, I there's no way I'm going to live that old. I'll either be dead, you know. I, in some of our staff are embedded in the local high schools, and they will talk about violence to say when it happens to me, not if it happens to me. And and that transition means that I have no sense of the future. If we go back to the '80s, and it was just say no. Yes. You remember those campaigns. You don't do drugs because it could hurt you. Well, that doesn't work if you don't have a future orientation. You know, not to do these things or to have this high-risk lifestyle because it might injure me. Well, living might injure me, so it doesn't matter. We have to help our students. We have to help our families understand that they do have a future, that they were created with a purpose. And, And so it breaks down, Tim, real simple. We sometimes have kids write their future. It's very telling. What do you want to be when you grow up? Something that probably you were asked many times. Sure. I was going to be a vet for the longest time. I, I went to be a veterinarian until I found out I was allergic to cats. <laughs> and uh, that probably took that out. But I had this idea. I loved animals. I love reading uh, All uh, all you know, something, All something. Creatures are Great and Small. That one. Uh, I love those books. And... Um, I couldn't be a vet, but I dreamt about it. And then I would read The Hardy Boys and was convinced I was gonna be the next great detective. And um, you know, those places in our minds where we're able to explore what it looks like and what maybe the future for us is. Yes. Uh, I think it's one of the reasons why we have put such a great emphasis to reading, because reading can take you places that you couldn't go otherwise. We're now using a green screen to help kids do that, to help them see that they have these possibilities. And this is what it looks like if you were going to go there. I, I, um, we want kids to say, I want to be an electrician. Great. What do we got to do between now to then to get you there? But it's possible you could do that for the kids who say, I want to go to college. We want them to know that they fit in the seat of a college. And so we take them there, let them have seats there. We went on one college visit and they gave those little thing uh, labels you put on your backpacks with their name and the college name on the other side. And the kids were ecstatic. They thought that was the coolest thing. I remember when Luis came here and and he showed up. He had got hired. He had been a a student at Tech, and we got him working part-time, and then he got hired full-time and became a mechanic at O'Brien Toyota. And he showed up with his jacket, O'Brien Toyota, Luis. You know, that's what gangs do. Gangs give you identity and a purpose and a future. And we've got to outwork the gangs.
0: What What are some of the common obstacles that keep a person from planning for the future, thinking about the future, doing the dreaming that you're talking about? Yeah, I think of one young man who had uh, been raised
1: by a single parent, and that single parent was afraid that if he went off to college, he would leave his, uh, leave this parent. Like everyone else had left him. So that sense of abandonment worked against it. And this individual signed up for college but never went and began to continue the lifestyle that he had grown up in, uh, which was not good. It wasn't positive. So sometimes the fear of adults. Uh, I remember Tim telling the story of a, a young African American guy who was a champion diver and could go to college on a scholarship and his grandmother said you don't need to be diving you need to go work at mcdonald's and just bring some money in yeah so sometimes that fatalism can come from those adults in their lives sometimes the adults have given up on themselves and we have to remind them they still have a purpose and 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 then if we can win the parents over we can help them because they're the greatest influence to our kids,
0: how, how critical is it for like basic needs to be met before a person can start thinking about the future?
1: Well, if I'm hungry, I don't care yes. too
0: much about anything else. I mean,
1: look at me—I haven't missed too many meals. But when I do, you know, the whole hangry thing was probably invented because of me. Uh, so you have uh, no other thoughts but them immediate. Yeah. And we have to move our neighbors from immediate thinking payday loans rent to own those types of things to this other long-term it it may look at it and say well it's only $25 a week yes but you realize you're paying three times well there's I don't see any other way to have this appliance that I need in my house and and so this long-term thinking helps them begin to, uh, and future orientation allows them to see that there are other ways to get to where they want to go.
0: Yeah. We're in April now, but December's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's, let's talk about money, you know, and talking about essential basic needs. Uh, you know, the final asset is, is having enough money to, to be, meet those basic needs. Um, Jay, help listeners understand why it's hard for neighbors to get ahead financially, and what are some of the common obstacles and why they're so difficult to overcome?
1: Yeah, right now we're dealing with a, a real crisis. We're thankfully working with CareSource uh, in a great way. Steve Smitherman, the president, has helped us Uh, make this connection. But uh, anybody who was signed up for Medicaid during COVID, beginning in April of 2023, they begin being dropped off. Yes. And so we're now giving those names and we're contacting them and helping them figure out how to get signed back up because what's going to happen is someone's going to go to the doctor. They're going to have a procedure thinking they're covered mm. and they're not. Then they're going to get a phone call that says, You owe $2,500 for this. How are you going to pay that? Well, you and I would say, Which goes to one of the other skills. Yes. Uh, we would say, Can we set up a payment plan? But that's not offered. Instead, it said, You owe $2,400. How are you going to pay it? Right. And our neighbors, so. Okay, just a minute. And then they run down to the payday loan, which is one of the top reasons for payday loans is medical medical debt. And so we're trying to get ahead of that. We know this, that the lack of funds create a lot of the hardships. Excess money doesn't answer the problem, but the lack of money can cause many of the problems. Right. You know, I think many times uh, we've said in our Poverty 101 training uh, that poverty is being $6 short on your electric bill and having no one to borrow that money from. That's the real part of it. That's why I absolutely am so strongly opposed uh, and, and wish we could do a better job at taking care of potholes. None of us like potholes, right? But you hit one, Tim, I hit one, and we go get the tire replaced. Yeah. But it's a tax on those in poverty who don't have the money to go get another tire. Yeah. And inflation and, the, and those prices have made things much more expensive. Jane and I, my wife, when we get to deliver food each week, one of the most precious items has been eggs because they're so expensive. So when you have a limited amount of money, extra cost are just too much. That tire that got blown because of a pothole. The student who needs something extra for school and where are you going to come up with $12 extra? So many times that defines poverty. I've got to pay this bill. Uh, This medical bill came in and they want it all. And, And if you couple the inability to advocate and navigate for yourself with the lack of resources, it puts you into a spiral that many times leads to bad choices. And so we wanna help you. It doesn't just solve the problem by me giving you money, but if I can help you pay and then begin to acquire the skills necessary so you don't have to come back grow your capacity to reduce dependency.
0: We've talked quite a bit in the past year about inflation, how it's affecting neighbors, putting squeeze on their finances. Um, so many things we take for granted. Uh, one of the things we talked about was the increase in the in cost of doing laundry. And Shepard responded to that. What are, what are you seeing these days, more than a year after inflation, has really hurt people? What are you seeing these days uh, that's new, That's that's well, now, um,
1: as interest rates go up, a lot of folks are losing their cars mm. because the payments have gone up. They were on variable rates. Yeah. Same thing with houses. Yes. Variable rates were great when everything was low, but now they're not. And so folks aren't able to get another car. Uh, so that's a, a pinch point for many of our neighbors. Jane and I were delivering and, and the, just the other day, and we had, uh, had gotten some donation of bacon, and I gave it to a lady who cried because she's not had bacon, loves bacon, but hasn't had it for so long because it's just way too expensive. Yes. Um, And so I I just thank everyone out there who makes it possible for us to do the things we're doing by uh, donations. While we're recording this, Tim... Uh, through our partnership with Gleaners, we're helping over 250 families through a drive through food pantry. Yes. Um, and uh, we're estimating every time we do that, it's, it's over 1,000 kids are getting meals. And uh, I don't want any kid to uh, be without. Uh, it, this is a tough time. Yes. Inflation is a disproportionate tax on the poor. Uh, potholes are a disproportionate tax on the poor. All of these types of things are so hard on our families, and they've gotten so multiple uh, uh, hits. Yes. We, we know this is that uh, it's, it's over 9% increase in rent yes. in America. Yes, Where's that money come? Utility costs going up. Where's that money coming from? And so the pot doesn't get bigger. That's why we're committed to working through our Center for Working Families and that program to help not only help them pay their bills, but increase their income, increase their skills so they can get better jobs and move on from that A, B, C, A job, B, better job, C career. We want to help move you along to a career where you can make a living wage.
0: And to circle back just a little bit on our conversation, that the harder it is to meet those basic needs, the harder it is to plan for the future and be future oriented.
1: Yeah, you're, you're stuck in today because I got to make sure my kids are going to eat. And you know, many times poverty is defined by I buy the 10 cent uh, bag of Raymond noodles because the 12 cents is just a little bit more. And so I can get another pack
0: for each dollar I spend. Yes. Jay, as we, we wrap up our conversation over the last few months about the, the 10 assets, any final thoughts you want to share? I just,
1: again, I remind you, it's, it's like that swinging bridge with the Indiana Jones movies, right? Yes. The, the 10 assets are the 10 planks. And if multiple are missing, there's no way to get across. And we want to move our families. Uh, We talk a a lot about growing capacity to reduce dependency. We want to move you from poverty to a life of upward stability.
0: Thank you, Jay. For 37 years, Shepherd Community has made a lasting difference in the lives of thousands and thousands of neighbors, and the Shepherd team couldn't do that without the support of donors, partners, and volunteers. To learn more about how you can help, please visit shepherdcommunity.org. Thank you for listening. Thanks.